here to have some fun Let our faces feel the morning sun Go to laugh and put on a smile Come along and join us for a while Well, it's pretty clear to me The whole world takes itself too seriously Take a ride with a mare On a bike that goes nowhere If it's pretty clear to you won't you be less serious too? Take a ride with Aben. a mare on a bike that goes nowhere. Welcome to the super excellent, not too serious, bike that goes nowhere podcast. I'm Meredith. And I'm Abe. Our guest today exudes excellence. She is high class all the way, whether instructing for Echelon or moving real estate. She's constantly breaking new ground and doing it in heels. She lives to help others meet their goals and live their best and most luxurious lives. You may find her leading community yoga or riding in a floating car visiting islands in the United States of Miami. No woman can do it alone, and she has an amazing team of friends and her well-paid assistant, Ricky, to help her. Please roll out the red carpet for Alexis Contreras. Oh, Hello, what, Alexis. What an intro. Oh, my God. I am... <laughs> I am amazed. I love that. And you know what? Ricky would be so happy uh, to know that he was mentioned um, because he, he, he really he really is. You know, he's the one that runs my life. So yeah. I need I need to know, does does Ricky have heels as well? <laughs> he doesn't have heels, but he has some serious claws on him. And I used to I mean, like right now I have like these very um uh, like chill nails, but normally I'm known for having like very crazy pointy nails with like fun colors. Um, so I, nor, I, I feel like we, we both have claws normally. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do heel. We, we don't share the heels, but the claw thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Huh? And, and Ricky is a bird in case <laughs> no one knew that. Um, what kind of bird is Ricky? He's a Quaker parrot. Oh. Um, yeah, so it, it, they live, a, he's a smaller breed, but you know, his, his age lifespan is 25 to 30 years, you know, like a, like a jail sentence. If you do something mm-hmm. bad, <laughs> Abe knows Please, all uh, about that. Uh, well, uh, excuse me. Who's the one who knows how to uh, get rid of bodies, Meredith? Yeah. Well, I yeah. watch a lot of Dateline. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Ricky is working with the same time or I'm working with the same time. However, we right. want to put it. Um, just, he's quite the qu- commitment. But I am I'm, I'm really glad because he's um, he, he's incredibly smart. So um, the small, smaller Quaker parrots or smaller breeds of parrots, their consciousness and awareness level is is comparable to a two year old. Oh, mother. wow. Yeah, so, well, that's fun. It is. So, I mean, it, it's fun. It can be. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, he really does require that type of attention and he's incredibly smart and very social he knows about 30 words he learns everything from me so um he laughs exactly like me which is really creepy because i'll be (laughs) and it's this laugh and i'm almost like wow i mean i'm like do i laugh that creepy or (laughs) he makes me question me a lot because and then he'll like when i drink water he makes a noise. Like, you know, when you drink water, you make a little bit of a noise, right? Yeah. But it's not that loud. But when Ricky does it, it is like, it's like, 
And I'm like, well, do I eat like that? Do I really drink like that? So Okay, so here's what's happening in my mind right now. I, I see you following yourself around with a little portable recorder, recording every single thing that you do. And then every time that Ricky imitates it, you go back and you listen to it to see if you're actually doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, That's I'm, a conversation in my head. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like I, should, I be, should I be watching some of my my noises and you know but he's a lot of fun to have I just think it's it's amazing because you know I see you and you just you're in incredible places um luxury lifestyle and you know you're you're dressed impeccably and so beautiful and then like you're a bird mom so I'm like you know you're totally down to earth okay has has Ricky ever done anything bad on one of your nice suits um, yes, he has. Yeah. Has he? Oh, and he's still alive. The nerve. <laughs> and no, a hundred percent. He likes, um, you know, birds like to climb things. So mm-hmm. like they like to find the higher, highest point. Right. So I, I'll like let him loose on the couch or on the kitchen counter. And sometimes I'll have like my bag cause I just got home from work and it's, you know, I'll have like a nice bag and like, but he climbs it and it's so cute. And then, you know, he's, he's pooped up a couple times on them and the, has a little accident, but tight. Luckily, they're they're tiny, and I love them so much that I'm just like, you know. Oh, it's cute. It's part of living with a bird. Like, I know. mean, what do you yeah. expect? Toddlers poop too. I mean, you know. Yeah. And, and do you tell people that you have a two year old? I do. Do you really? Yeah. That is awesome. Two year old named Ricky. Yeah. No, I mean, I and I take them everywhere. I mean, he he. I take him to open houses with me. Uh, I mean, I recently had to drop off my car at the dealership, and I went and I picked it up, and we're walking inside Mercedes and Benz, and I'm holding my little bird. Uh, so I mean, I Ricky goes with me everywhere, and um, yeah, awesome. this is this is, this is my child. <laughs> have you taken him to the studio? I have. Have you? Oh my I goodness! Have. And have I you had let him fly I- around? No, so every couple months I get his wings trimmed because okay. that's a lot of people here. Like when they, if you're not a bird person, um, they're like, "Oh my god, are his wings clipped?" And they're like, and they think it's a forever thing. They think it's like this right. cool thing that, <laughs> like an amputation wings. or something. Yeah. yeah, and I thought the same thing too when I first got him. I didn't know um, any better, but no, they grow back like hair. And okay. once they get very long, he can get a lot of, you know, he a lot of height. And if you're keeping a bird in indoors, it could be dangerous because he, um, I didn't train him to fly. I didn't invest that much time. Uh, so he only flies when he gets startled. So if something scares him and he's getting a lot of flight, he's not the best flyer. He can hit a wall. He can hurt himself. So, you know, we keep him trimmed. And if he does fly, it's more like a glide. So he lands safely on the ground. Interesting. So you actually have to teach them to fly? Yeah, you do. Yeah. And it's not something that comes naturally to them. Interesting. Which is, it's a very interesting fact. I mean, birds in the wild, they really do learn everything from their parents. Yeah. Um, So when you're racing, when you have a bird in captivity per se, and I don't like to, I'm not that, I don't like to use that word. It sounds awful. But when, you know, they're not raised in the wild, you have to train them. Um, And yeah, you train them, you know, you put a, a suit, a bird suit on. Oh, wow. They're flapping. Really? 
You're kidding me. Yeah, I am, I am kidding. Okay. All right. I was picturing more a tree in the apartment and like a nest and you like flick, push them out of the nest. Listen, in all reality though. Abe and I are so gullible. If I was going to train Richie Bird, I'm so extra that if I would have invested the time to teach Richie to fly, I would have wanted to put a bird suit on and be like, let's go, let's go, buddy. (laughs) Um, No, it's basically you'll you'll have a perch and then um, and you do it with treats, you know, and you start like little like, you know, I watched YouTube videos on it. It is very time consuming. Um, And it's it's and it's. I mean, you could teach them to do anything. Some of these birds, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the birds on the, they have like little uh, skateboards, you mm. know, oh, skateboard. Yeah. Like they're very, I mean, they're very intelligent animals. So if you do spend the proper time and training them, yeah. um, they can do incredible things. But um, I'm good with him laughing like me. <laughs> Alexis, I, I have to <laughs> say a enough. huge thank you because you've just given me my next did you know for our episode of the yes. podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he likes to question me. So, yeah. It's fun. Oh I am goodness. full of the, the fun facts when it comes to birds now. I am definitely a bird lady and, and I'm, I embrace it. And where where did this interest with with the birds come come from? Well, my grandmother, which actually she's, she raised me because my mom had me at a very young age, 17. So my grandma's like, you know, give me the kid. I'll take care of it. <laughs> like Continue with your life, go to school, all that good stuff. So my grandma was really my mother figure. And I, it, for my entire life, and so she passed away, she always talked about a parrot that she had, um, and just how smart she was. And it was just, uh, her name, the parrot's name was Attila. And I just oh. heard Attila my ent- entire life, like stories about her. And it was just, a, it was just the kind of thing I always kind of, I guess, didn't realize if like, it was like, I guess in my subconscious. And my mom calls me randomly one day and she's like, I'm at this pet store and there's this cute, the cutest little bird here. I'm going to send you a picture. And she sends me a picture and um, I was like obsessed with him. And then she's like, do you want him? And I was like, I can't have a bird. At the time I had three cats. Right now now I'm down to two, but I had three (laughs) cats at the time. And I'm like, I I don't know how this is going to fly. And she got him anyways. She was like, we'll figure it out. Uh, And, you know, we, it it worked out. The cats are scared of him. So. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. He literally rules the roost. He does. Yeah. Yeah. I was was like, when we're around the cats, I always like grab them and I'm like, I'm like, what are your kitties doing? You know, they're they're his cats. So Looney Tunes has been lying to us this entire time. Sylvester and Tweety Bird. That's exactly where my mind went. Yeah. Well, well, you know, cats are predators by nature, obviously. And they, they like prey that's very unaware. Uh, Right. (laughs) He's too aware. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's way too aware. They're they're not having it, you know. And I give them my I give my cats really delicious food. It, uh, you know, I crab, lobster, tuna mix. You know, they they're eating. Oh, they, wow. they, they, my cats they're, they're eat better than well. I do. Yeah, they, they, they don't want some smelly feathery bird. They're they're like we're good. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness. That's incredible. So yeah. I think, um, are you saying his name is Richie? Cause I think I called him Ricky. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry, Rick. Richie. No, his name is actually, his name is Richie bird. Cause uh, he came Aww. from Fort Richie, which is oh, a little cool. town up North okay. in Florida. And, um, but ever since we've been living in Miami two years now, officially this month, mm-hmm. So, you know, I call him Ricky because, you know, it's like, we're in Miami. It's fitting. But but legally, he's Richie. I gotcha. Okay, so we're both right. So, yeah, Richie, Ricky, you know, when I'm pissed at him, I'm like, Ricardo, Richie. I I was literally just about to ask you if you call him Ricardo ever. Oh, yeah. I love it. (laughs) If he starts being obnoxious, you know, like, it depends. Like, it's very funny because... I mean, I'm from Mexico City originally, so I am like, I'm Latina, but I've been in South Florida since I was nine years old and I moved straight. We lived in Boca and Boca is not, it's not Miami when it comes, you know, Mm -hmm. to the demographic and the culture. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, Boca is very American. So you could say, I, I mean, I, my Spanish, even I lost my Spanish. I could barely speak it. Um, So I would say I'm very more like an American. And ever since I moved down to Miami, I've, it's like, it's just calmed out. The Latina, like, um, has had to come out. So, you know, I, I sometimes I yell at him in Spanish and I'm like, who am I? You know? I love it. I love it. And does he understand you in Spanish? I, you know, I don't think so. No. Okay. No. So you Which is a, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So... When did you decide to move to Miami? Was that as an adult? It was it. Yeah. So yeah. Two, okay. it was two years ago. Okay. Uh, so I was living in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. At, uh, I love Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Fort Lauderdale yeah. Is, is really great. I go there every year. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, for it's, it's, it's a calm town compared to where I'm at now. I was going to um, say, it's no Miami, Abe. It is no, no. Oh, I know, which is why I go to Fort Lauderdale. Miami's a little extra for me. Miami, <laughs> Miami is a lot. It, it definitely is. Um, it, it has its charm. And I've adapted very well, more more than I could have expected. But yeah, I made a decision to move um, to Miami two years ago because I had gotten out of a nine-year relationship. So I was with somebody um, for a very long time. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I also was, I started uh, to get back into real estate. So I've, I've actually had my real estate license for a little bit over 10 years. Okay. And I've always kind of just dipped in and out. So my breakup. So you started working when you were 11. Exactly. That's what I'm hearing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the, hustle, the hustle is real. No, no. I, I mean, I'm, I'm 34 now. So wow. I, I, yeah, I got my, my license early twenties to around 23. And it's, it's a, it's real estate is very tricky as a young person because it's your first deals really are with your friends or people that you've met in the past. It's, it's your network. Um, and at 23 years old, you don't really have that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, 23 year olds now do, right. Cause they're everybody they're the 23 and 24 year olds are running the world right now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's connected. Yeah. It's, not, not, it's not, not, not electric fracking. Not, not me. Not when I was in my twenties, it's a whole <laughs> different ball game now, but good for them. Uh, so, so yeah, so I've, I got my real estate license very early on. I dipped in and out of it. Then let's fast forward to the end of my relationship. And then I was also, I'm like, you know what? I really want to get back into real estate full time. 
And I learned about new development pre-construction, uh, which is a whole different type of cell than, than like a single family home. You're dealing mm-hmm. with a lot of investors or people that are just, they're looking to live in the next new best building, you know? So it's, it's a different type of cell. I learned about it. I'm like, wow, this, mar- this, market is amazing. And there's a lot of it in Miami. So it just happened to be timing, right? Like everything is just time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I was looking to move. I wanted as you know, obviously, anytime we go through like something uh, big, like a big breakup Mm -hmm. after being with somebody for a long time, you're like, I just need to start. I needed Mm -hmm. I need a new change. I so that's really where I was mentally. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, let me do Miami. And, and I, I came here two years ago and strictly just to focus on real estate before I moved to Miami, I was an instructor and personal trainer full time. Okay. And then once I moved here is when I was, um, came here to, to, to really focus on real estate, but we will get into how I'm instructing in Miami, but you know, it's yeah. one, it, 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 it pulled me back. <laughs> it pulled me back and I couldn't say no. It's like yeah. Hotel California. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can never really leave. <laughs> no, literally, you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So was it one of those stories where you started just teaching on the side or something and Echelon found you? I mean, we hear that sometimes or did you see an opening? Well, yeah. So, I mean, I started, I mean, I, I, I teach a, a couple other little class. I shouldn't call them little, but I do teach a couple other classes here in Miami. Um, but I got those through people that realized it's just the, the fitness community is very small in South Florida. Very small. Yeah. We're all connected. We all know each other. So I did get a couple gigs um, moving to Miami just from people that found out that I was here and they're like, are you interested? I was like, okay, why, why not? And then Echelon specific came to be about um, Manny, which I'm sure you guys, I, I'm yes. been on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Manny. Manny, yeah. um, I've known him for years. We used to teach at a spin st- at the same spin studio in Fort Lauderdale oh, uh, cool. m- many, many moons ago. And he got, he's, he's been with Echelon for a while and he, um, he reached out to me one day and he's like, Hey, I know, um, you're in Miami and I'm teaching for Echelon. I don't know if you've heard about them or are familiar with them, but I think you'd be great if you want me to set something up. And, um, at the time I really didn't know much about Echelon. And of course I did a little research. I'm like, okay, I mean, this is, I mean, it sounds different, you know, it, or yeah. I've, I mean, teaching in a studio to cameras, of course, is a whole different energy than it is teaching at a life, uh, you know, at a life class. Right. Uh, so fast forward did, um, like a try, a try, a tryout for Echelon did quite a few. So it's quite a process, you know, it's, they, they really, they're, 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 which as they should be, you know, they really want to bring quality instructors in and there's Mm -hmm. multiple steps. uh, And I made it and I feel very blessed because uh, you you can't apply to Echelon. Okay. Yeah. So So it's, it's really like, they find about out about you or you're recommended. So to even just get your foot through the Ashalon door, it's not like super simple. Right. Um, so it was a, a, an absolute blessing that it kind of just, it really essentially fell in my, in my lap. Mm-hmm. Good. It's, 
I found it interesting that you said that uh, it's different teaching in a, in, a, in a room to a camera because performing is very much the same way. When you're on stage, if your audience isn't giving you anything, it's hard to keep up that energy and to, to keep the show going. So how do, you, how do you do that Like when there's nobody to feed off of in terms of people in the room? So at first, that was probably, uh, that, that was definitely tricky for me. Um, and then what I was just doing a lot, I mean, I've been teaching spin for about seven, seven, maybe pushing eight years. Um, mm-hmm. And when, once you're teaching so much or you've taught for so many years, I don't, you, you know, you're, it, it is repetitive. You know, you're, you're, you're saying a lot of those same motivational cues. You're, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, when I'm teaching and I'm looking out in a room, I, I, I have my things that I say to people like, you're killing it. I see you. I see. So it's almost like you have these, it, it's, it's a, you're programmed already. Right. So when I started teaching at Echelon, I kind of just blocked out the fact that there was nobody in front of me and just re- repeated really what I'm used to repeating and saying, Mm -hmm. right. When I'm seeing people. Um, then when it really got, I would say easier for me is, uh, once you start to really connect with people that do take your class, um, and you see people on the leaderboard because in the the first like months or so you, you, I'm just seeing names. I really don't know who these people are. Yeah. Um, there, that connection still hasn't been built, but I've been there since April now. So quite, I've been there a few months. So now I have that connection with the writers and I see a lot of the same people on the leaderboard and then they add me on Instagram. They'll send me a message. So I, now there's that actual human connection. So now it's a lot more natural and easier to give the type of that type of energy that I would um, at a studio with full of people, right? Like physical yeah. people. Yeah. So it's been, it's been, a, you know, I, I've had a, it's invo- evolved since I started there, but it was an adjustment for sure. Did yeah. that kind of surprise you how um, eager our community is to talk to our instructors and find out more about you and just, you know, tell you how much we love your classes and that kind of stuff where you kind of like, whoa, because when people come in and take a spin class, maybe they come in, take the spin class and then leave. Leave. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, it's, it definitely what it is to answer your question. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what's really has been really special for me um, are the messages that I get like, Thank you. I, I I haven't done spin in so long and your classes are really getting me back into it because uh, you forget when you're just looking at cameras, mm-hmm. you kind of sometimes really forget who's behind. Right. And right. it's not only the people that take the life classes, but it's because at least I kind of have an idea of that. But I don't really have an idea of, you know, the hundreds of people that take it on demand. Right. right. Um, so when you're not visually seeing all those people, you, you don't realize the impact that you're actually having. Mm -hmm. So when, when somebody takes the time to send a a message on Instagram, it it does, like, it feels like, it's like, oh yeah, like I'm not, I'm not just teaching for a camera. Like there's, there's, there's people behind there and, and I'm, you know, I'm inspiring them and it's, uh, it's been very surprising and it's, it's, it's beautiful because every, every, I'm reaching people all over the world. 
Yeah. Which, and, and, and I think I actually really commend people that take classes at home, you know, that buy their Mm -hmm. echelon bikes, the strides, the mirror, all of it. And that have that type of commitment, um, because that takes a lot. Like I, 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 I was saying this, I subbed a class for Sam a couple weeks ago at 6 a.m. And 6 a.m. is a rough time for me. <laughs> I think 6 a.m. is a rough time for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 6 a.m. is a little rough. Um, but as I'm driving there and I'm like, you know, reshifting my, my waking up, all right, I'm like, the fact that there's people in their home willing Mm-hmm. to roll out of their bed and go to their living room to hop on a class at 6 a.m. I mean, that's um, that's huge. Um, yeah. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't think I have that level of commitment. I, I would, you know, like maybe leaving the house and going somewhere. Yes, I'll set my alarm and get my happy ass there. But <laughs> to roll from bed to go to my living room, take a class, no, it's, it's a no. whole nother level. So there's I have a lot of respect for all the members, um, you guys, you know, that take take the classes from home and, and just have that level of commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Deal. Yeah. I mean, we, I know I, it's the thing I've stuck with the longest, like periods of going to the gym and working out for a bit or periods of, Oh, I'm going to get outside and walk every day. Things I've tried before. This is the longest I've ever stuck consistently with something as an adult. Yeah. Same here. So, and I mean, yeah. I've, I've, I would buy an annual membership at a gym. I'd go for two weeks and then that would be it. Yeah. Uh, money down the drain. Right. So right. I'm in my third year now uh, mm-hmm. of, of having a bike and, and being with Echelon. And it's the, it's the only thing that has stuck with me. And a lot of it for me has been the instructors, but more so the community that comes with the bike that nobody really knows you're going to get when you buy the bike. Um, so that's, that's, what's really gelled this together for me. Yeah. That sense of community. Mm -hmm. And and the instructors are very much a part of that because mm -hmm. of the engagement, um, that, that you guys take part in as well. So, uh, don't, don't ever think that that's not appreciated or noticed because it, it, it wouldn't be the same without you guys. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I love that. I, I, being able to hear, um, I mean, this is of course the first time I've had a in-depth conversation with our members, right? Yeah. So to like hear that, it like, oh, I can almost get emotional about it because that's 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 a big deal. And it- and a lot of members, like a lot of riders, do get emotional mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes by by the encouragement and the messages and and just the 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 words that that instructors actually use during the rides to 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 motivate us and to get us going and and to keep going. So it's it's almost like this symbiotic relationship between the two. the two groups of of the riders and then the instructors. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, Alexis, I think you understand that because you posted something um, on one of your echelon posts on your Instagram that was like, you know, we show up happy, sad, whatever. We show up on the bike and to understand that um, our instructors, I think most of us get, you're not robots. You don't have absolutely perfect lives. I mean, things happen. And I'm sure there are days, especially at 6am when you're like, I really would rather be in bed. Um, (laughs) But you know, that's one thing, you know, you get on there because you've made a commitment to us, like, I mean, and you're, you're supposed to be there. But we, you know, what drives a lot of people to get on is like, 
oh, you know, I wasn't going to ride, but oh, it's, it's Alexis. I want to get on. I want to see her, you know? And so it, it's, it's kind of both ways. Like, you know, you're going to be there for us. So we want to, and even when people sub out, cause it happens, you know, the instructors are willing to sub for each other. And so people aren't getting up and finding that no one's there for them. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah, no, absolutely. Something I said, um, recently in one of my classes, I made a comment saying, um, I was, I, I, along the lines of how proud, um, I was of everybody taking the class right now. And then I said, you guys motivate me and you don't even realize how much. And that's such a true statement for me because to your point, you know, we're, I'm, I'm a, I'm a human as well. And I go through, I, you know, I have my, uh, share of, 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 of all emotions, right. Of, um, Mm -hmm. that we all go through. And for me, being able to go teach has almost always been such a a way of it's therapy, you Mm -hmm. know, because it's like, I feel like, you know what I am here today. And I mean, I've had so many times that not so many times, so there's been a handful of times that I've been, I've gone through something very rough, emotionally rough in my life. And right before I had to teach a class, I was on my way there crying, you know, but then you show what I show up and it's not about me. It's, it's at that point, it's, it's, I am here for you, for you guys. And it's giving a part of me and knowing that you guys are counting, right? Like you're, you're Mm -hmm. looking forward to your class. You're looking forward to senior instructor. You're looking forward to what they have to, to say, like, that's that motivation for us and you know and that keeps us going even on the days that are are maybe not that easy for us yeah. so yeah. It, it really is um it's a, it's it's a, it is a beautiful community it is very symbiotic aren't you impressed yes. meredith i scienced uh, you did science which is so good <laughs> i don't science <laughs> yeah and i don't and i don't math so um <laughs> we we have other interests um mm-hmm. so what do you teach on the on the bike, the stride, the reflect? Do you just do the, just the bike and just for now? Okay. For now, okay. um, hopefully the you know the plan is to be able to grow with echelon more mm-hmm. and and teach um, more modalities. So I mean the stride I had it's my first time teaching on a treadmill, so that was an adventure okay. on its own. Uh, I, I remember the so Sam, she's the one that's in charge of teach. Um, training the instructors for stride. And when we were doing, I had to go through a whole demo process, just like I did with, um, for the connect bike. Mm-hmm. And I was just like a fish out of water. Um, <laughs> she, her and Lindsay were both like looking at me. They're like, Alexis, like, are you okay? And I'm like, I am, but it's like, it's a whole different type of motivation. It's a different type of cueing. It's a different mm-hmm. type of just energy, a different rhythm. Yeah. A complete different rhythm. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm still, it's still something that is new for me. So I'm still in that late, um, evolve, evolving space for sure. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm, I actually really enjoy teaching on, on stride, um, more okay. than I was like, what's the worst that could happen? I, I try it, not my vibe. I'll just stick to the bike. I of course have that option, but no, I'm like, mm-hmm. I like, I like it. <laughs> Good. I like Good. what. What is your favorite class to teach? Spin. Spin. Yeah. Okay. Like long spin. Sp- are you a speedster? Are you power? Are you uh, endurance? I mean, I like, 
I really do like fusion, right? Okay. Yeah. That, that's just, that's really a combination of everything We're we're sprinting, we're climbing, you know, we're, we're, we get, we're jogging out, out of the saddle. So it's really that full combination. So fusion is for sure my favorite uh, and just teaching spin in general is my top because well, my first, I started my fitness journey th- through yoga. Yoga was my uh-huh. first certification. And as you know, yoga is very, um, it's you, you, as in, what you say as an instructor is very deep. It's very, yes. it's, it's a different vibe. It's not, it's more like be mindful, be mindful, be patient with yourself. Now let's go. Yeah. Give me your all. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if you didn't sleep. I don't care if you're right. Up, break up with you. No, you know, so it's two different extremes completely right. teaching mm-hmm. yoga versus teaching spin. Um, I love the intensity that spin requires because it is very mental, very physical. It's, it's a lot of it. And I love to be able to take that level of intensity, but sprinkle that softness of that yoga, right. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Like if, 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 if you're not giving me all right now, cause you're being lazy, we're not doing that. But if you're not giving me your all right now, because you know what, it was just hard enough for you to even get on the bike because of whatever right. reason, um, we're okay with that. And I'm proud, yeah. I'm proud of you because of that, you know? So I love to be able to kind of blend those two sides um, when I teach. Um, you know, I'll, I'll whip, I'll give you the whip too, but I'm also <laughs> like going to hug you. And right. <laughs> Turn it up to 33. Oh, here's a hug. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, sweetheart. Yeah, you know, exactly. Don't be, too, don't be too harsh on yourself, you know? <laughs> but now turn it up to 33. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, for sure. So I I love that. And I feel that, that out of all the different modalities that there is um spin is you can really blend that and and it's so music driven as well and i'm very Mm -hmm. music i've always been very passionate about music i almost went to school um for like to produce uh music so i it didn't work out or wasn't like my calling but music has always been a huge part of my life so to be able to also combine that it's 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 like such a great synergy Okay, well, so I have to ask, mm-hmm. what is, sorry, Meredith, uh, okay. what is your favorite genre of music? Okay, so this is tough. Hey, <laughs> notice I did not ask you who your favorite artist is, because that's even tougher. <laughs> it definitely is. I mean, I really, it's, it's it, for me, it's hip hop and like th- that EDM sound. Mm. I can't, I can't say which one I like more, you know, I mean, this is the hip hop beats you know there's just it's just it's a vibe but you know and the edm is just it's it gets you going yeah 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 so it's those those two genres they're for me they're equally right there now any hip-hop song that's remixed into like a house remix that's that's your sweet spot game (laughs) game over i heard a remix of candy shop by 50 cent yeah. The um, other day, and it's like a housey one, okay. and I'm like, I go crazy. I'm like, this is 
<laughs> Which cool. ride can I play this on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, music is a language of its own. And so even if you're not hearing the instructor's words, sometimes their choice of music is just, you think, I'm just going to get on this ride to get on it. It's only 20 minutes. I can do that. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, this is my jam or, oh my gosh. And all of a sudden you're working out even harder Mm-hmm. then, you know, sometimes that playlist is almost as important as whatever the instructor, whatever drills or whatever they tell you to do. Yeah, um, no, the yeah. music is an incredibly, incredible motivator. I mean, I've been to spin classes where uh, the instructor is great, but their style of music or their choice was is not that great. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, it's the experience for me is like that. And I've been to classes where the instructor is, so so but their music was fire so sometimes i mean sometimes the music really is it it, it plays a huge it could play a bigger part or role um and uh but if you have that if you have both right if you have Uh an instructor that's just very you know that's a great instructor and and the the music makes sense it's that's perfection that, mm-hmm. Yeah, that can be a, a total mood changer of your class. I mean, and that's happened to me. I've been kind of forced to, you know, by friends, like, get on a ride. I'm like, I don't want to. I'm going to lay in bed and eat chips. And they're like, get no, on a ride. On. It, was, it was more like, I don't want to. A lot more wine in it. A lot more wine in it. Um, but then I do. And I'm like, even after 20 minutes, you know, I'm just, my entire mood has changed. I'm lighter. I'm Nothing has changed as far as whatever problem that was getting me down, none of that has been solved, but my attitude, it's, yeah. it's really amazing. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a mood booster, you know, it's, and the endorphins kick in and it's, it's, it's so, that's why it's, it's incredibly important for everybody to commit themselves to some sort of workout every day, even if it's just a 15 minute, 20 minute, something small, because what it will do for your mood, um, it's, it's just, it's like valuable. It's very yeah. yeah, we know a lot. A lot of people in this community ride for their mental health, mm-hmm. um, and and that's huge to have that, to have that connection as well. So yeah, totally yeah. get that. So tell us about the United States of Miami because this to me it's like a lifestyle brand. It's a yes. podcast. It's a it's a whole. This is your thing, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the United States of Miami came about. Um, when I first moved to Miami, uh, I was actually still teaching a Saturday class in Fort Lauderdale uh, at the Spin Studio that I had been for years because I was mm-hmm. like, I, I just couldn't let it go. You know, that was like, that was home. And yeah. anytime I would go up, which was only on Saturdays, I would see, of course, like all the all the members that I've known for years. And they're like, how's, how's Miami? It's so funny because it's only like 45 minutes away, but it was like, it, it was almost like I moved out of the country. Like they were yes. like, how's it going over there? And I'm like, you guys, you know, you can just. <laughs> you can well, see it for yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's some secret place. Um, and then I just, the best way I could start to describe it was I'm like, it's really its own country because mm. it's so, it is so incredibly just different. And I, and then I said one day, I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's just the United States of Miami. Um, <laughs> and I, the person I said it to started cracking up and thought like that was hilarious. And I was like, 
oh, okay. Like, they thought that was funny. So then I would just start dropping that like all the time. Like I'd be whether, whether I was showing something in real estate. I actually have a video of me. Um, I was doing like a showing at a pre-construction and I was like, welcome to the United States of Miami. And everybody thought it was so funny. So that's kind of where it stemmed from me just driving the the situation in this country Mm -hmm. um, of ours of Miami. And um, so that kind of just evolved um, into, I went on a podcast and was super inspired. It was a real estate podcast. And I was like, oh, you know, I really would love to do something like this and and connect different people in in Miami and talk about the Miami lifestyle. And that's how that came about. And then I got some merch uh, created. So we're, United States of Miami is still on in its um, building. It's still my baby. Uh, mm-hmm. But the, the vision for it is just, you know, it's just something kind of catchy for people. And I want to tie in, you know, my podcast, just talking about the lifestyle here and just making it kind of like my brand. It just kind of became my thing. So I love that. Yeah, I get, I get, I I get people and and people have been very, um, they, they love it. They just, they, they love how they think it's so funny how it sounds. And they, I've, I've gone to places and they'll be like, oh, it's Miss United States of Miami. So it's really (laughs) catchy. Yeah. So it's, it's been very catchy for people. So it's, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So do we, do we have to refer to you now as Miss United States of Miami? Listen. Or president. I mean, Listen, I'm like, let, me, I think let me tell you how it is. President, CEO. Um, I oh am. That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's fine. Oh, it's been fun. Oh, putting the I M in Miami. Oh, wait, the I M. Putting the I am in Miami. Oh, I like uh, that. Yeah. I like that. Okay, he wants a percentage you, you, now. You, I was say, feel free to use it. I like it. I like it. I got permission. Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. Um, do you have any other? I mean, it seems like you have a lot going on. I mean, with the real estate and your own, you know, podcast and, and, um, echelon everything do you have any big goals anything upcoming that's exciting that you want to talk about or anything you're looking forward to in 2024 because i guess we're getting to that time of year where it's i know i can't i can't even believe it's 2024 yeah Um, i mean big i mean my goal for me ultimate goal has always been to be a business owner Mm -hmm. um and you know people ask me all the time well like what do you want to own and it's I, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, for a long time, I wanted to own a fitness studio. Um, mm-hmm. But either they're trick. It's a tricky industry for sure. I, I like the, the food and beverage industry a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I've had a vegan diet for the last seven years. Oh, and awesome. the, the vegan um, movement or it's, it's just really starting to get momentum. Right. So even like when you go to the vegan restaurants here in Miami, they're not like super busy. So if I were ever to open a restaurant, of course I'd want it to be vegan, but I almost feel like maybe it's not the right time yet, but right. we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, 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 of course would love to open a business that is going to be lucrative 
And that ties into something that um, I'm passionate about. Um, yeah. You know, I've, I don't know if maybe my own brokage, um, you know, going to real estate. So it's, you know, I, so it's, it's really just, I, everything is really timing in life. Um, so I'm hoping that in 2024, I'm guided more into like, all right, what, what can I really start narrowing it down to what is going to be a feasible business for me to start with. But that's always been my ultimate goal. Like I, the idea of just, I mean, not only obviously working for yourself and building your own empire, but to give people a positive working environment is that, that, that idea is very fulfilling for me because I have so many friends or, and I'm sure everybody that's what you always hear the most of. My boss is so terrible. Mm -hmm. You know, people are not happy in their jobs. They don't feel appreciated by management. Um, and to be able to like give that to people, you know, like a good working space where they they, they want to be there. And, um, I think it's beautiful. And, and, For me, able to, I'm a very creative person. Person, I'm very visual, very um, uh, attention to detail oriented. So, just the idea of creating something that it all came from, like my mind, like that's to me, it's like wow, whoa. So, eventually, some definitely want to be a business owner, uh, and you know, for in the meantime, just I, I, for me, it's important to everything that I do that I'm extremely passionate about, which I'm blessed enough mm-hmm. that I am, even though people tell me all the time, you're so busy, you're always doing this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but it never, I mean, I have days that I do feel like, oh my God, but rarely, because it's almost like everything that I'm doing, I just love it so much. And it's almost, it doesn't feel like, oh, when is this day gonna end? Um, so I'm yeah. very blessed in that sense. So for me, it's just continuing to do that and and do things that feed feed my purpose uh, of 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 giving back to others and feed my soul and 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 and, and my happiness. So it's just keep, yeah. keep yeah. So that's my goal for 2024, just to keep building on on all of that. Of uh, laying, I've been laying the foundation foundation. For myself the last two years with my move that was really a, a big turning point in my life and just keep building on that that's beautiful i yeah. and i do love that and i think what you said about being busy all the time because yeah I, I looked at your instagram and um what is your instagram it's it's alexis now it's alexis now yeah yeah it's alexis now so easy to find and just beautiful all throughout but i'm like oh my gosh you're going here and you're doing this and you're doing that and i think you know anytime you're doing real estate that's competitive that can be high pressure but if you love it and if that energy of negotiating or making the sale or showing people what their lives could be like in a certain place and helping them visualize it if that's feeding your creativity and putting energy back into you then yeah you're i mean i'm sure there are days when it's more fun than others but still yeah you know yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, that's like for me, that's so important that I, 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 um, it's, it feeds me, it gives, it gives mm-hmm. me energy, doesn't drain me. And right. I'm very good at, you know, cause it is a very competitive field and I know that things are going to go wrong. Deals are going to fall through. Um, but I don't panic. 
because I'm like, if, you know, it's, it's almost, I try to stay very, um, just calm through, through, through everything, knowing that problems will arise, but I'm very solution driven, not problem driven. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's how, good. yeah. So that helps me, uh, just be very or stabilize myself or like when my things get hectic, I'm just like, I'm like, you know, I trust. Uh, I recently got a tattoo that says trust the process. Mm-hmm. And I apply that to all aspects of my life. Even when things seem like they're not going right or it's a little hectic. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to trust, trust the, the process. process because when I look around at like my life today, you know, the universe has always provided and I'm like, and everything, everything always ends up good. You know, yeah. so almost like sometimes overstressing, it's, it's an incredible waste of time and energy. Yeah. There's a lot of truth in that. Yeah. People yeah. do and, try to like, you know, bust through a wall. And sometimes it's like, you got to find a way uh, around the wall or over the wall or take a different path. I mean, that wall might be there for a reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. Wow. Well, we've really enjoyed talking to you today. I know Abe We're has more yet. questions. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, Thank I was leaning into it. I, I had a, I was segue, I was wiggling around. I was getting to it. All right. <laughs> the Titanic like violins out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you saying? This podcast is sinking? I think that's what she's I'm, not, I'm not sure I like this imagery. <laughs> I think we just hit an iceberg, Abe. Oh, well. the and way, it's all I, your fault, Abe. I love the name of your podcast. I am am obsessed because it's actually very funny because when people ask me how like class went or something, I've always said, you know, it's like, oh, I rode for hours. I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) I stayed in the same spot, but you know, but it really is the bike that goes nowhere, but goes, it really does go somewhere. That's yeah. What we say, it's the bike that, you know, it doesn't take you anywhere. And yet we've met all these friends. We've met up with people, um, from all over, you know, and it's like, so you really do go somewhere. Yeah. Just maybe not on the bike. Yeah. Yeah. You're (laughs) physically not moving anywhere, but in all other ways you really are. So I, I absolutely love the name of your podcast. Genius. Who came up with it, Meredith? I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that was Sheldon. So Sheldon, who I originally did the podcast with. But yeah, I absolutely love it, too. We can take credit for it, though, right? Uh, Sure. Yeah, he's not here. So um, we came up with the title. (laughs) (laughs) Credit where credit is due. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't take it, Mayor. (laughs) No, no, no. I I, I won't. But I will take credit for the idea of I didn't draw it. But a friend named Moxie did. But um, the two of us on a tandem bike that goes nowhere, you know, that that was me, the logo. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Very creative. Yeah. And then Abe stuck his head on Sheldon's head, on body, yep. whatever. Sheldon's body. With with some poutine and a shovel because yeah. I'm in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Canada. Uh, all right. So it is time now for our three questions. I have three envelopes in front of me, Alexis, uh, numbered one, two, and three. Inside of them are individual questions. Which one would you like? Okay, so pick a number. Mm-hmm. Pick a number, one, one, two, or three. Oh, God. Decisions, decisions. Three. I know. Three. All right, Good. let's see. Here. I think the envelope you was closed and everything. we're ready to go. We've got our three envelopes right here. So here's your question. If you were stranded on an island in the Pacific, what one item could you not be without? 
Oh, that took me. No pressure. That took me by surprise. What item? I mean, I would need like at least like YouTube. Is that well, I'm, I'm not sure that YouTube would qualify because you'd need a computer, you'd need an internet connection, you'd need power. You'd. Abe, rude. The the. I mean, guest is always right it's youtube <laughs> it's youtube just on the sky on, god the sky. just projects it <laughs> for her lotion. lotion lotion there you go okay like yeah. sunscreen or no, body just, lotion so i moisturizer. am i am i am a lotion snob right? oh okay yes there's a there's 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 different qualities of lotions and people laugh at me when i have this conversation but just like i don't know if you guys are water people but you know there's mm-hmm. There, okay, you know there's that good water, you know, 10, yep. like pH, alkaline 10 versus not. Same thing with lotions. There's degrees yeah. and there's levels to this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I, so um, so I, I and, and my, my skin tends to get very dry. So I would probably crawl out of my skin on this um, island, stranded island by myself without my lotion. So I would need my Joe Malone oh, lotion. Oh, I love Joe Malone. Which scent is it? Oh, my goodness. Car- uh, the cardamom and mimosa. Oh, yum. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff is so good. I have no idea so what good. you're talking it about. Joe Malone. It's I out like of London, isn't it? It's, oh, <laughs> the smells are so good. The smells are delicious, but just the texture, mm-hmm. it is like a mixture yeah. between like all the like butter and velvet. I don't know. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And it like so goes in saying, without being greasy and it's not like, it doesn't sit on top of your skin. And yeah. Like, it moisturizes mm. to perfection. Non-sponsor. Right. So what you're saying is Vaseline intensive care is, is not going to no. cut it for you. No, no, <laughs> no, I need you to do me a favor and yes. you're going to have to go to the mall and just, okay walk walk try to find this lotion just be just be like just gotta test some and you know yeah. something tells me that we're not gonna have that up here oh yeah you do oh, <laughs> oh yeah do you do yeah okay yeah right. i yeah. promise you we we have it in oklahoma you have it in canada <laughs> <laughs> for sure they have it in oklahoma you'll you'll have it yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Perfect. uh yeah so i'll that's there that's the answer all right awesome i'm sticking uh, to it this has been amazing just getting to know you. And I, I love that the community's getting to know you too, because you know, it's just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, no, yeah. I am. I'm incredibly excited to, to be at Echelon. Um, and like I said, it was one of those things that I didn't know really what I was getting myself into. Right. And, and now I'm so, I'm so beyond thankful to be on and uh, my conversations with um management and all that has been I like I just want to grow with you guys I awesome. I, I, I want to keep it going and I mean I I want to be part of the community Ashland community even more so I'm, I'm really excited to be there that's great. wonderful that's awesome we're glad to yeah. have you and we're glad for all of you listening to the super excellent but not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast We're just here to have some fun Let our faces through the morning sun Gonna laugh and put on a smile Come along and join us for a while Well, it's pretty clear to me Oh, we'll take
takes itself too seriously. Take a ride with a bike that goes nowhere. 